This is Clayton Howe's Entertainment X. For part two with Scott Patterson, we go from Gilmore Girls all the way to Scotty P's Big Mug Coffee, and we talk about so much more. So I hope you enjoy this part two with Scott Patterson, and keep on keeping on. From Gilmore Girls to Scotty P's Big Mug, when was this decided? When did you, when did you decide to create this coffee company? Um. Well. You know, I was thinking about it during the filming of the original series, but there just wasn't enough time okay. to put it together. It takes a lot of work to put it together, you know, to do it right. right. And I don't want to do something half-assed and do a licensing thing and have somebody else do everything. I'm, I'm, I really, if I was going to do it, I wanted to do it the right way. Right. <clears throat> and, um, and so I learned a little bit about coffee and the business of selling coffee and the business of manufacturing coffee and, and so on and so forth. So, um, you know, it just seemed like the right time after the, uh, the Netflix thing. <clears throat> and I tried to time it with the release of Netflix, but there were some, some issues with certain, um, partners that didn't allow that to happen. And, yeah. uh, but we got, you know, we got launched, uh, what Thanksgiving 2017 and it was just it was overwhelming absolutely overwhelming um, so yeah I, I just think listen Warner Brothers had done 17 years of uh, uh, global marketing for my name and my character that there's coffee and I figured <laughs> well this is uh, this might be a good idea <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yeah. you know I have I have a deep love of coffee. It's attached to my relationship with my mother who introduced it to me at a very young age when people drank coffee as 12 year old. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, it was kind of an homage to her. And, you know, I, you know, I had a young son at the time, uh, and he's still young, but at, at that time he was, wasn't even three years old. Oh no, he was three years old. Uh, just, he was, you know, he was, he was just three years old and I, I, you know, I just wanted to build something from scratch and leave it to my son and, you know, just start building something so he could see me actively do something. Cause I wasn't really doing very much in terms of, of, of work. Uh, I mean, I was doing a lot of music, but, um, you know, I decided I didn't want to be on the road, uh, in my late fifties, uh, and away from my son. Right. Uh, so I ended that real fast and just ramped up the coffee schedule and, you know, we launched, uh, uh, when we did and it's been, it's been a great ride. It's been uh, the best decision I ever made professionally speaking was, uh, the coffee and, uh, it's, it's wonderful. It's just, I love the business of it. I love the tastings. I love, I mean, we have, listen, we, st we just started off on Amazon not long ago, like a year and a half ago, maybe. Yeah, and we've had some fits and starts, and we've had our issues with Amazon, and we've had some issues with certain other uh, 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 suppliers. Um, and uh, um, you know, we started off with two two SKUs on Amazon. Now we have thirty three, so it's wow. it's grown it's grown pretty exponentially in a short period of time. We're not even three years in, and uh, now we're you know, we're launching all these programs. There's one program that I'm very, very excited about. I tried to do this a year and a half ago with a subscription box. Okay. Um, 
and we haven't been able to do our own subscription box uh, because it's just, it's a really tough thing to get the right people behind it and the right, uh, and we tried about a year, year, year and a half ago, we tried and it just all kind of blew up <laughs> during the, the building of the landing page. And the, I mean, it was just like, Oh my God. So, uh, but now we're, we're partnering with, uh, other businesses and doing a subscription box service, uh, for those businesses that we consider, uh, a very high quality, um, items that relate to the coffee. Um, so for example, today we just, we just, uh, we're starting a partnership with a, uh, with a kitchen company and we're going to put coffee into a subscription box for this company and, and mail it out to people and it'll probably be ready for the holidays. Uh, we're going to do a seasonal box with that. We're going to, we're going to make all kinds of partnerships, uh, on a co-branding basis with all of these, uh, companies that relate to the coffee brand, uh, and help get them exposure because we have a big, social media following and we want to help small businesses or medium sized businesses that are struggling. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we have the right team, uh, on the social media and PR marketing side to, to accomplish this for our partners. So, um, and you know, it's just, just as simple as, you know, they'll, they'll curate their own boxes. Um, and we'll do the cover, you know, we'll, we'll do the box for them to cover. So it's a co-branded thing and our brand and their brand. And, uh, and we'll push them on social media because um, we want to help them. And we, so what we're doing is we're creating a sales funnel or an extra sales funnel for people, for small, medium businesses to get exposure to our newsletter and to our, <clears throat> to my customer base globally. So, um, and we want to be that kind of business. We, we don't want to compete with everybody and try to crush everybody. And we're the big player in town and all this kind of stuff. Right. Um, we want to partner with other people and help them. And we think that's uh, that that's the kind of a, uh, an environment we'd like to create. My mother got up every morning and worked her butt off until she couldn't even walk anymore. And it's just kind of what's in our DNA. Yeah. And, uh, and that's how I approach my days. I, I get up and I work and I, you know, I'm up at six thirty, six o'clock in the morning and I'm not in bed until 1230, uh, AM. Um, I'm putting in 18, 18 and a half hour days every single day. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, that, that the, the coffee business is, is, and especially if you're launching new programs, right? Um, our five star program is very successful, keeps us very busy. And now we have this new subscription box, um, uh, co-branding partnership program that we haven't even implemented it yet. We haven't even officially launched it yet on the website yet. Uh, we're already closing deals. So <laughs> we think, <clears throat> excuse me, we think that has great potential. We're very excited about that. What I love about the, this five-star business program with this Scotty P's big mug is that, that almost in a full circle way could end up in a bed and breakfast in Connecticut or a diner, uh, you know? We, we have one of our first uh, five-star clients uh, is a bed and breakfast out in Green Bay, Wisconsin, 
called the Astor House, and that's Linda and Tom Steber. And they are superheroes. I mean, they are just fantastic entrepreneurs. And because they have, you know, they loved our coffee. They were like, wow, we found our brand that we want to serve to our our, uh, bed and breakfast customers at breakfast and lunch and dinner. (laughs) Um, You know, they started buying the coffee in bulk and they're reselling the bags and they're making a nice little profit off of each bag. And that's what we want to do for people. We love small businesses. We love them. And especially now when everybody's struggling to stay in business and stay on their feet and pay their bills, we're giving them a lifeline um, uh, to do that for very, very low cost. We want to provide people the inventory and the opportunity to resell and to serve the finest coffee literally in the world. There's just nothing better. I know this. I taste everything every single day and nothing comes close. Um, and, uh, and Linda and Tom are getting more bookings. They're getting, they're selling uh, more bags of my coffee. I mean, it's just a a great symbiosis going on there. We love the fact that they're so enthusiastic and we've got somebody up in, in Portland, uh, uh, she's got a bakery up there and, uh, she, we haven't even started with her yet. She, she's still setting it up and she's excited and everybody in the community is excited. And, uh, it, it's, it's spreading a lot of joy out there in the community. And so every day we're, we're closing another deal on our five-star program. And I got um, it. I have to, you know, like, so people understand what we're really talking about. I was going through yeah. the website and you have English right. toffee, caramel swirl, Dutch chocolate, <laughs> butterscotch <laughs> cream and toasted marshmallow and i'm telling you scott yeah i really love yeah. coffee but these flavors uh-huh. are something else yeah have, have you tried them not yet <laughs> i need okay. to well you know uh what can i say the, the, the this scotty p sweet shop line of coffees yeah. is that's just that's five flavors just basic flavors you know your five categories and, uh, you know, it's what I grew up with. It's, it's my favorite flavors growing up. You don't need sugar. Um, you don't need to add sugar. No, 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 no. And, and this stuff is, is, is grade one specialty coffee. It's the best of the best beans you can have. It's the best roasting process. It's a European roasting process. It's, it's just, it doesn't get better than, than these beans in this process. So these flavors are not overwhelming. It's not like you're drinking a cup of chocolate. Um, but our Dutch chocolate is, it's, I would say that it's, it's balanced and subtle and present and layered and complex. I mean, coffee is as complex as wine, if not more so. And people really do have and have developed very sophisticated palates when it comes to coffee, because there's so many coffee brands and there's so many good coffees out there. Um, so they know it. I mean, that you know, the customer's always right, and they really know it when something's special. And yeah. we're getting, we're getting so many. Uh, so the bar A is really high to produce a high quality product that is going to pass muster with the with the with the public. Um, uh, but uh, you know, we're we're very proud of what we do, and we think these flavors and these flavors, they got into Amazon, and we thought we had sent in. 
uh, enough of enough inventory to last a month, yeah. maybe six weeks. Uh, the single bag sweet shop, all five flavors were gone in two hours. <laughs> <laughs> and my my assistant called me and said, uh, uh, "I just got a notice from Amazon that we're already out of the single bags." I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Oh my god! Because we just got an email that they were going live. I, I think it was like 2 p.m., and by 4 p.m., they were all gone. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is, is, yeah. Is this... So uh, we just, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. It, go what do you recommend first? Dutch chocolate for a first-time Scotty P's taster? Yeah, I mean, I, you can't go wrong with any of them, but, yeah, yeah. chocolate is always going to be uh, uh favorite. People are loving uh, the toasted marshmallow. They're loving the the, the toasted marshmallow sold out first, you know. Oh, it did. Um, I think that that went with a, in about an hour. Oh um, my god! And I think uh, you know the English toffee's doing really everything's doing really well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, just whatever your taste uh, preference is, you, you're not going to go wrong with these. These are rich, deep, complex, uh, specialty flavors. Um, these are not uh, hit you over the head with a cup of chocolate kind of things. Like, yeah, I'm good. You know. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's very balanced, really high quality stuff, and I actually am addicted to them all now. I drink them every morning. I don't. I, I my go to was the house blend, uh, and then I would switch to the breakfast blend sometimes. Yeah, and every once in a while I'd mix, mix in a French roast or a hazelnut for if I wanted a flavor. But now it's like I have probably five bags of each flavor uh, <laughs> in my shelf right now. Because I like the colors, you know. Yeah, I look the, at the colors. The co- yeah, the branding's nice too. <laughs> right. So, anyway, yeah, we're we're having a lot of fun with the. We, we think uh, Sweet Shop is going to be a big, big uh, winner for us, uh, and move us into the next level. We're negotiating with um, a couple of foreign countries right now, and the Sweet Shop flavors are included in those deals. So, okay. um, you know, it's. It's it's been game changing. It really has. Yeah, you know, it seems like you you're really good at and I I the word because we're talking business pivot comes up, but you seem really great at kind of following where life takes you, you know, and and going along for right. the ride because it's been a very you're very flexible in your plans and that's really I mean it's led to some you know the creation of this which will definitely be long lasting. Well, I hope so, and yeah, I. That's an interesting observation. Um, yeah, I suppose it's because I just didn't have any other choice but to be resilient and adapting, uh, adaptable to changing environments because it's how I grew up. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think by the time I got out of high school, I was so, I had so much, uh, uh, scar tissue from events, uh, <laughs> uh, family events that yeah. I was able to pretty much deal with anything. And, uh, you know, I'm, I look, baseball taught me, professional baseball taught me the value of acquiring a set of skills or having a set of skills that you hone on a daily basis. So that's what it taught me. The takeaway from professional baseball, and you can't see it as a failure, 
you have to look at it like, what lesson did I take away from this? What, how did this improve my life? Um, I think it was that what I just mentioned is that you have certain God-given abilities, and if you do not develop them on a daily basis and you do not take it seriously, then you are not going to be successful at the highest level. Um, and that was a real wake-up call for me because I, I remember my first year in pro ball, I, you know, I made the all-star team. My stats weren't even that good, but it was just kind of based on ability and my, you know, people projecting me up into Atlanta very quickly and that kind of a thing. Um, and then I met a, a coach, a pitching coach who, who kind of kicked me in the ass a little bit and said, you know, you need to knock off the funny business and get to work here because you have a real chance. And so that really woke me up. I mean, I was like, okay, this is serious business now. These guys, this is different. This is, this is so I had, I had to learn how to be a professional. And I had to learn how to win as a professional on a consistent basis. And that's learned. Yeah. Um, and I didn't have that coming into the professional ranks. And I got that uh, from the professional ranks. This is a very, very, very serious business of professionals who are interested in winning games. Yeah. And, you know, you had better approach your work daily in a very serious way. And you had better continue to perfect your craft and hone your skills. And if you don't, somebody's going to pass you by. And that's all there is to it. There's always somebody out there who's going to work harder than you. So that's the big lesson and the big shock of my life, uh, my young life, was that I wasn't as successful as I knew I should have been in baseball. And it was because... I didn't apply my work ethic, which is very deep, by the way, when I apply it. I didn't apply it consistently. I mean, I take, I do it every other year. So every other year I had a great season. And then <laughs> I, you know, for some reason, I, I made excuses about why I couldn't work so hard in the off season to get ready for the, you know, the next season. And it just, that's not how life is. If you want to be really successful, it's, Look, you don't have to work hard and be really successful, but if you want right. to call yourself the best and what you're doing it for, if you want to pride yourself on being the best, because it was never about money for me, it was just about walking into a room and being recognized as the best uh, at whatever I was doing. And that's where I would get my my little ego rush, you know, feeling like you were the best at something and kind of made living worthwhile. So, um, um I think that's what it came from. And so it didn't really matter to me that uh, I wasn't, you know, as successful as I wanted to be in the acting game because I just, I applied my, my work ethic and acquired a skill set and, and, uh, and just applied that. And the rest of it is really up to you. It's, and, and it's a lot political and it's a lot of luck. And you do create your own luck. And I created a lot of luck in the acting game. Yeah. So, you know, I, <clears throat> I didn't, I was 40, 41 years old when I got Gilmore Girls. That's when most people are packing it in. I was just getting started. Yeah. That's so you know? true. <laughs> right. So. Wow. Well, Scott. So, yeah, I, I think you have to be uh, adaptable and, you know, again, I go back to baseball. I was, 
uh, I was roommates with guys from all over the world, all over Latin America. You know, I can adapt to any culture. Um, I can be friends with anybody. Um, you know, it, it, it taught me a lot. It taught me a lot about, I grew up a lot playing professional baseball and it taught me a lot about life and, and that kind of thing. It gave me some, some real life skills. And I, I, I didn't, I, I do credit that experience with any success I had after, after leaving the game. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. This, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing all of this. I, I really can't wait to release this episode. I'm so glad we went, yeah. we covered the map, yeah. so to speak. Kind of did, right? Cool. We really did. Um, I, you know, before we before we hang up here, is there is there anything else you want to add to this conversation? Anything else you want to say? Um, you know, just thank you to the fan base, uh, the global fan base, for being so supportive and so kind. Um, and also, I guess, uh, just for people during this time. Uh, just, just hang in there and 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 just just get outside. Take your walks, you know, and yeah. and try to be around people without being around them, or, you know, or 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 being at risk. But um, you know, this is tough. This is really hard, and it's really affecting everyone's mental health in a way that nobody could have predicted. And uh, I would just encourage people to to take a breath and take take a step back and and you know just continue to don't isolate it. and if you're alone um, reach out that's all I mean there's a lot of people out there in desperate situations and they're alone and I think of them yeah. um, I'm lucky enough to have a, a wonderful wife and a wonderful son and um, wonderful friends and um, wonderful family so. But a lot of people don't. And, you know, my concern is that, you know, certain certain situations are going to lead to tragedy. And I don't want that to happen. So if anybody's listening to this, um, reach out. There are all kinds of ways that you can, you know, call an 800 number and, and get some help and to talk to somebody. There's a lot of people in this country who are really big hearted and, and are available to talk. Um, so I would recommend people in any kind of a compromising situation, if they're alone or even if they're not alone, to utilize these assets that that this nation provides. I mean, there's, there's so many generous and good giving people in this country, and they are they are available to talk to. And yeah. I would just say, please, please, please do that. Um, and if you can't, just I guess you know, watch a couple episodes of Gilmore, you'll be okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, it got me through March. I hadn't watched it before. And I think it's getting. I think it's getting a lot of people through a lot of things. But, uh, <laughs> it's the perfect it, content. It, it, uh, it's nice. To, it's nice to be a part of something that is affecting so many people in such a positive way. It really is yeah. quite satisfying. Um, I mean, it's actually more enjoyable now than it was when we were doing this series. <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah, I know it's like nothing but just pure, pure positive feedback, pure benefit. I mean, it's great. It's, it's really great. I know. I I couldn't help but think, what if that came out on Netflix now for the first time? You know, just with the way oh television is received today as it wasn't received, you know, in 06 or '07. Or it's crazy, right? Right. Yeah. Um, Scott, yeah. thank you, thank you for taking this time. 
Oh, well, thank you. It was great. Good talking to you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Scott Patterson. You've been listening to Entertainment X, the podcast. You can follow Entertainment X on Instagram at underscore Entertainment X underscore. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join Clay next week for another curiosity conversation on Entertainment X. Thank you for listening. 